Welcome to Dharma Glimpses, an introduction to the profound treasury teachings of Chogyam Trungpa Rinpoche, taught by Judy Leaf. In this episode, Judy discusses joining whatever we meet with practice. Welcome. In this episode, I'd like to talk about situations. That is, in our practice and in our meditation, it doesn't happen in a vacuum. It happens within particular situations that vary tremendously. It seems there are two kind of extremes. One is when our situation is really cozy and going really well, it is easy to lose our connection to practice. We're busy enjoying things going well. At other times, situation completely falls apart. And it's also hard to connect with our practice when we're really stuck in a dire and challenging situations of pain and loss. Situations go up and down, and for the most part, we muddle along somewhere in the middle of range where things go a little bit up and a little bit down. But in particular, I want to focus on times when our world just takes a dramatic turn. This could be something like encountering a serious illness or a divorce, a death of someone close to us. In dealing with sickness, old age, death, and other challenges and difficult situations, The idea is to bring practice to bear, no matter what the situation is. Not only do we bring practice to bear, but we actually join our practice with the situation, whatever conditions we are in. There's a saying that that goes, whatever you meet, whatever you meet, join with practice. This does not mean laying on some kind of idea of practice as a band-aid to avoid the harshness of the situation we are dealing with, it means the practice cannot be separated from the immediate experience each moment, no matter how painful or difficult that experience may be. And one of the hardest things, I think, is to recognize and gently let go of, if only thinking, in our tendency to dwell on thoughts of what might have been if this hadn't happened to us or what we might be doing if we weren't stuck where we are, in this hospital bed, for instance, or in this war zone, or in a hospice. We think, if this hadn't happened to me, I could have been doing this, I could have been doing that. But we're not. We're stuck with what is right in front of us. We suffer from this nostalgia of better days behind us. And we suffer for the longing for the future we thought we might have, but is not in the cards for us. It's not going to happen. We grieve our former life. And in a way, we grieve a life we thought we might have in the future, even though that future life never really existed, in fact. It's very hard to come to terms with loss like that. When we're in pain, it's natural to wish things could be otherwise. It's natural to think, why me? But if we let ourselves get stuck in such thinking, it only enhances, increases our pain. But fundamentally, we're stuck with what we have. That is what we have to work with. Nothing more, nothing less. I think the hardest thing may be simply to stay present with whatever we encounter. The situation itself, which has nothing to do with our nostalgia or our plans for the future. It is hard not to overcomplicate and to say with the simplicity of, this is what's happening. This is what I have to deal with. It's not about what we'd like or what we wouldn't like. It's not about liking. It's not about anything other than simply what is. What is our situation? Right here, 
right now. Given that our lives do take sudden turns, given that we do face challenges we we could not even imagine, given that our whole idea of who we are and what our life journey is about in a single moment can dissolve completely, poof, and we find ourselves in a completely new life, a life we do not want and we have not planned for. Given all that, in spite of all that, there's actually some good news, since we never know when we might be shocked that way ourselves, totally unexpectedly. The good news is that we can prepare, we can prepare in ways that will help us when we do face such challenges. Personally, I found two means of preparation to be the most helpful. The first is the cultivation of mindfulness and awareness. Mindfulness practice is about being present with whatever arises. It helps train us in the ability to bring our minds back when it wanders off, to bring ourselves back so we can face what's happening on the spot. The second form of preparation I have found so helpful is a cultivation of loving kindness and compassion. It is training and using our practice not to disconnect from others and wallow in our own pain, but as a connecting point with others. In our pain or suffering, we actually connect with the suffering of those many others who suffer in similar ways and have in the past and will in the future. So through our own pain, we can make a deeper connection with others. Let's face it, pain can be completely overwhelming. It can be hard to endure. We may want to just give up. It may seem impossible just to survive it, let alone join it with meditation. It is not that doing so will make that pain disappear. But something does change when we join our pain with practice, when we join them, rather than approaching times of pain and loss with fear, anger, and distress. Thank you for joining me for this glimpse of Dharma. This podcast is made possible through the support of the Hamera Foundation. To learn more about Judy Leaf's teachings, publications, and retreats, or to contribute to the support of this podcast, please visit judyleaf.com.